On this episode of Shooting the Breeze, we break down the deep freeze that has taken over much of the country over these uh, past few weeks here in February. We'll talk about the whys, the hows, and how it's impacted us here in central Illinois. So sit back, relax, and let's shoot the breeze with your local weather authority. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number four. Yay. Yeah. I'm joined by meteorologist Molly Nace. Hi. And meteorologist Adam Sherwinski. Hello there. Who is obstructed from my point of view because I've got a big old pole in the way, so I'm going to move the mic back a little Just, bit. We had to hear the whole <laughs> squeaky Yeah, I- ignore the awkward little <laughs> creak that we that. had there. I love it. We're going to put some grease on that there. <laughs> How you guys doing? You guys thawing out a little bit? A little it's, bit. It's cold. It's still cold. I mean, I was telling Brian today, one of our photogs uh, here, photographers, uh, it's weird how it feels like 27, like 20 for a high feels good now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day, we I think we got past 15, and I was like, it is so nice outside. I never thought I'd say 15 degrees is nice. There was a day last week, I think it was like a Wednesday, um, where we got to 18 for a high. And I was like, man, that it just, it feels yeah. fantastic. It, yeah. Um. One of my other coworkers, we she walked in without a coat, and it just it didn't feel all that cold outside. I haven't, I ha- me who's cold all the time hasn't had to wear gloves to work, which is a miracle. Uh, I don't I don't want to go back and do any live shots for a while. Uh, it's, <laughs> Have it's, you had your fill? Uh, for now, uh, okay, for now, I'm okay. waiting for we get some different kind of weather instead of snow and ice and cold. I think what was it Monday? I went out there and. Uh, <sighs> froze your pants? Uh, I froze my pants before I went and did my live shot, actually. But, yes. Um, no, yeah, Monday fr- froze my pants and then went out and did some live shots. Uh, and with all the snow coming into Peoria, and uh, I think I got it down to a science of what we should do, depending on how cold it is. But, yeah, I'm good for a while. I've had my fill. You're good? Yeah. yeah these, these stretches are always they're always kind of entertaining. We always get something. But, I've you know, in, in the time I've been here in central Illinois, uh, I've never experienced something like like this yeah i mean we've we've been cold before we've actually been much colder before mm-hmm. uh, a few years back we had those negative 50 something 60 something wind chills and i don't ever want to experience that and and this wasn't that bad it was just the duration of the event mm-hmm. it just never wanted to end i went facebook live and the first thing i got asked when is the cold gonna stop one of the first things i got asked was uh, when is the cold gonna stop when is the cold gonna stop and yep. i'm like it's getting there. Like, if you, I mean, 40s are going to sound pretty good in a week. I don't know about this week. I don't know about you guys, but 40s sound pretty good to me. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. 20s sounded fantastic. 20s sounded yeah. great. Now 30s are looking good. Um, but, yeah, some interesting stats. Um, so Peoria, and this is a this stat is actually still running. Um, let's go back to actually our temperatures because that streak came to an end. Uh, we were, were stringing together um, for – we almost made it to two weeks with temperatures staying – Below 20 degrees. Mm-hmm. I think we came just shy of that. Our streak was extended uh, to 12 days. Mm-hmm. That's still cold. Yeah, it's yeah. still cold. 12 days below 20 degrees. The record was 13 consecutive days. Oh, so close. That was back in 2017, 2018. That was fairly fairly recently. Uh, yeah, that you know it, it doesn't happen often. But if it does happen, it's either going to happen... Um, usually around the new year or in the month of February, it seems anyway. Right, yeah. it, it's going to happen right when winter is 
in full swing. In full swing, yeah. Because mm-hmm. December, you're still you have hints of fall at the beginning of December, and yep. it doesn't get super cold. I mean, it gets cold, but not super cold usually. And then yeah, by January, February, it's that's when winter is the worst because Christmas is over, so all the fun lights are down, and you know now <laughs> we're thinking about hey, what do we got to think about for this winter? Cold. That's all we got left. Yeah, cold. winter's only magical for that for the end of December, yeah, up just, around New Year, and then after that, everybody's over it. Yeah. I think I liked. Because I remember seeing this on your Facebook page, Chris, your statistic about the average high temperatures in December, January versus the average high in February and what that did to the overall average for the temperature of winter. Yeah, it completely. So the first two months of of the winter, uh, meteorological winter, December, January, uh, were well above average. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Peoria was somewhere around three or four degrees above average, somewhere in there. I didn't get the exact value. Um, but in two weeks, in the last uh, two weeks of February, completely erased it. Uh, the month of February, for much of the state of Illinois, uh, has been 15 to 20 degrees below average. Uh, so it just kind of, it shows you that, I mean, it's hard to, you can look at the averages of winter seasons as we always do with these winter outlooks, which by the way, my winter outlook was looking terrific up until the last two weeks. <laughs> and now it's in my head, if you want to go back to a nice dorky Star Wars reference, is the X-Wings leaving the Death Star, and then, <laughs> that's what's happening to my winter outlook right now. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah. The uh, no, the it, it completely offset that. It's it's amazing how two weeks can offset uh, two months of 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 a, what was a pretty mild. Yeah. And I'm gonna have some posts on this coming up, but the winter, the accumulated winter storm severity index, which is kind of it, it uh, tells you how severe a winter season is. Up until the last two weeks, it was mild, and last I checked, it was basically average, but we were on our way to moderate to severe, <laughs> <laughs> just because of the last two weeks alone, so that's interesting. Um, we did set some records, though, over the course of these past few weeks, so Ooh. Uh, I know these were not just the streaks, but the on February 14th, Yay, uh, so Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day a uh, record high of one degree, which that actually shattered the previous record of nine set back in 1943. So that was a big break there. And then uh, the day after, record cold high of two degrees, breaking the previous record of seven back in 1905. So some older records kind of of taking a fall here. Um, and as cold as it's been, and I knew we have, we've, we've experienced these cold snaps before, and this has been related a lot to the um, 1899 Arctic outbreak. Uh, that one was actually worse. Um, was that worse than the one in 2019, too? Yeah, I believe so. That one, the 1899, which, can you imagine going through something like this in the late 1800s? No, thank you. <laughs> you don't have cars. You don't have... Your your heating is basically... Gas and oil it, lights, it, it's lamps. It's lamps and fireplaces and... Uh, anyway, you're looking at um, for for our area, twenty to thirty degrees below zero were the low temperatures during that Yikes. during Is that, that stretch. Without wind chill. That's without wind. Those are temperatures. Ah. It makes me wonder. Again, you look back at before the days of AC in the summer, and you see people wearing these thick suits, and and I'm just like, how on earth <laughs> do you get through a summer in the Midwest back in the in the 1920s and 30s, and how did you do a winter? How did you do a winter? Yeah. How did we survive? Uh, we found a way, though. Um, but no, this one, you know, because Texas has seen an un- what would be seem like an unprecedented cold, at least in in recent history. I mm-hmm. mean, you got to go probably go back to this 1899 
um, outbreak to find something that was uh, remotely close. And that one, even in Texas, that 1899 outbreak was a bit worse. It was about cold everywhere in the country during that um, that that 1899 cold weather outbreak and you gotta remember too texas was not as highly populated as it is now so it's a no. diff- it was a different world it's a whole different world down there yeah. i found it extremely like it was almost incredible that the entire state of texas and oklahoma monday and tuesday or sunday and monday were under a winter weather uh was it warning the winter storm warning yeah the winter storm warning i did a facebook live uh on sunday and when I saw, I knew that, I mean, I knew there were, I, I, I knew that they were all getting winter weather, but I've never seen the entire state under a winter storm warning at once. I mean, I'm like, you know, usually you get something and then one goes out one, but the entire state was under, was under a winter storm warning. And, and I don't think I've ever seen that. And those warnings stretched all the way from Texas into Illinois, all the mm-hmm. way up until Maine. I yeah. mean, it was yeah. a long stretch long of winter stretch. storm warnings. This was a storm. This was a definitely a notable oh, yeah. storm for sure and it is it's it's a once in a generation type of uh, once in a lifetime type storm and um feel bad for the folks in texas because they just they're you know they're just not designed they're not no. set up and you can i guess you can make the argument maybe they should be but they're just not set up for that kind of that kind of extreme winter weather i've seen a couple of tiktoks where people are like well how do we keep our cows you know how do we keep our cows um you know, give them water because our water tanks are usually f- are frozen, frozen over, up. and they're, so they're trying to figure out ways. You know, hacking it up with ice or with an axe to hack it up and see if it will start to melt that way. And I feel bad because it's you know it's not just the it's not just the fact that they don't have power. They also don't, a lot of them don't have heat. Their water's freezing over. I mean, the pipes they don't are have freezing. any. The pipes are busted, so there's no running water. Yeah. There's a there's a boil order going on, and no one has any power to boil yeah. their I mean, water. It's tough. That's. Uh, I mean, there's animals and people dying. Like I've heard, like every day, there's a new report of a couple people dying, a couple animals dying from like animal sanctuaries and stuff. Yeah. And it's like that's that's not an area. As someone who came from Joplin, Joplin was also impacted by it a bit. But people were at least used to the cold and snow, but not to the degree. I mean, those down there in Texas, they're not used to this. It's at all. a lot easier for you know if you're in the Midwest to look back and go, why why wasn't you know we we're able to keep our lights on and our heat running during the winter. It's it. You just got to understand with Texas, this is, this does happen, and maybe they need to when they set up their when they go back to try to beef up their infrastructure for energy, they need to look back at these once every hundred to two hundred year events and try to prepare at least have a plan in place for that. Which I don't know. Looking back, it looks like they didn't do that. They were they obviously weren't prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a. You know, I'm sure they'll figure it out. But yeah, it's kind of scary right now for those folks down there. They've mm-hmm. never been through something like this. You get hurricanes, but that only impacts one small section of the state. Mm-hmm. But when you lose the entire state, oh yeah, it's a power source. I find it funny because the states that normally don't have the cold temperatures, like the ones that they're doing with now, like Louisiana, Texas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas, you know, they also have to be concerned with, and you know, even Mississippi too. They, they, I mean, we're, we la- we're like, oh, we're used to it here in the Midwest. You know, why aren't you guys used to it? And that's like, well, we aren't used to hurricane season. Yeah, exactly. And they're used to hurricanes. Get a hurricane mm-hmm. coming through here. We'll be- <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> I am afraid of hurricanes, that's for sure. You know, in Wyoming, for instance, we are a much uh, – we get a lot more wind when I was working mm-hmm. in Wyoming. I mean, you're talking – the wind is constantly blowing. I think the average wind speed there in the summer was like 15 miles per hour. That's just the average, and that's when – the summer's when the winds were typically the lightest. You know, during the way it's constantly blowing 25, 30. And then you when your wind events ramp up, you get your gust to 70 and 80 miles per hour. 
Now, out there, they're kind of built for that kind of wind. We're not losing roofs in Wyoming, but when we come here and we get that kind of wind, we're losing we're losing power lines. We're losing we are losing roofs. The structural because you're just built differently. The building codes are a little are you know mm-hmm. you're just not why build for something that is not your typical. Yeah, a yeah. lot of the uh, a lot of the building codes in areas like uh, Oklahoma, Texas, are more focusing on wind events because they do get a lot of strong wind events mm-hmm. down there too between supercells, derecios, uh, squall lines. Um, they are not really rated to hold heavy amounts of wet snow. No. That and especially once it starts melting and things freezing, they're not built for that. They're yeah. not insulated for that. Meanwhile, we've got areas like iowa that are perfectly set up for the heavy snowfall but maybe didn't see the same impacts with building things to resist high wind speeds like we saw with the iowa derecho earlier Mm -hmm. or later in 2020 it's hard to plan for every extreme Mm -hmm. and and whether or not you should i guess is up to the to the to the local state governments how much of that because you know the more you plan the more cost Mm -hmm. um so you get into the economics of that uh, but even up in Chicago, an area that is prone to heavier snow and, and kind of sees it all, even they've had problems this week um, because, you know, parts of northern Illinois are buried right now under 30-plus inches of snowfall. So we've got roofs caving in up there and collapsing on themselves because they just can't handle the weight of the snow. I think my buddy said the other day he lives outside of uh, – he lives in Cicero, which is outside of the city, and uh, he said they got 14 inches or something, somewhere close to that in O'Hare. I had a friend – her family lives in Norwich, which is just outside of O'Hare. And she said they've got over a foot of snow or roughly a foot of snow, maybe a little bit more. And I was just like, How, what? <laughs> and I think it was Lake Lake Effect was part of that, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Lake, Effect, uh, lake Effect is part of that, especially uh, out near, uh, I believe, out near Valpo. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, so it, they had some there, but they also had some, yes, Chicago's been getting enhancement coming off of off the lake a little bit which is weird because when you think about lake event or lake lake effect events you know you don't usually think of you think of south bend valpo mm-hmm. and northwest indiana northern indiana and michigan but chicago rarely gets those too and this time around they got it because they got a northeasterly wind that came off the lake and that kind of gave yeah. them the fetch at, and everything at least the lake is oriented north to south and not west to east otherwise can you imagine what kind of lake effect they would have machine would have been cranked oh up. yeah i mean yeah that's kind of how it is in Buffalo. I yeah, mean, it's, Buffalo's it's, got that east to west story. Yeah, that's yeah. why Buffalo is like the king of lake effect. Yeah. But one thing, it, it, what, and it's interesting is that because the the first half of winter was pretty mild, you know, the lakes haven't been frozen over, mm-hmm. and so you're once you really get that real Arctic air, cold air coming in, that lake effect machine really starts to crank. Even at this point in the season, which is getting kind of late for it, but the lake temperatures are still relatively relatively warm my mm-hmm. friend actually uh, the same one that lives out there in cicero he texted me he's like hey with what, they're talking about lake effect but with the ice over the lake wouldn't that impact it a little bit i'm like buddy it's not that far of a there's not that much there's ice. not that much ice on you it. think there is because yeah. you see it you can see it but it's not all the you way can even see it on like, satellite which is really cool by yeah way. you can see it kind of just right up there near chicago yeah but it's 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 more so like hugging the yes. basically the shore it's not the entire lake is frozen over right. you know it, you're still gonna get lake effect yep and this whole system was a little flip-flopped from what we would typically see. Normally, uh, at least here in central Illinois, the further northwest you go away from the Illinois River, the higher the snowfall totals tend to be. This whole system was bumped all the way to our southeast, and some of our northwest hometowns were getting only a few inches, yep. while areas like Bloomington Normal, Pontiac, were getting closer to 10 inches of snow out of this. Yeah, the uh, it, all winter it was seeming that 
areas further south and east just weren't getting any snow. Mm-hmm. But that that this changed it. That pattern finally uh, finally changed and eventually kind of came around and everybody got it. My grandma lives uh, outside of Champaign, which is south and east of here, and she even said they got a lot of snow. They got a lot of snow out of that. Yep. Uh, speaking of snowfall, so this was um, the snowfall streak continues. Um, after picking up, uh, Peoria actually picked up uh, over an inch and a half of snow on, uh, what was it? Wednesday night, Wednesday night and Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Um, it's a little more than expected, um, but we uh, an inch over an inch of that fell Thursday morning. Anyway, that kept the streak alive, so now the streak for consecutive days of snowfall has been extended to 15. And as we record this on Friday... We're still expecting some snowfall to develop later tonight with a really weak disturbance coming through. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't have to add up to much. If it just snows and they say, look, there's a trace of snow out there, it means you can't measure it, but you can see it, um, that will count towards that streak. And if you consider that we're, if any of that snow carries over into Saturday, over, let's say it continues to fall beyond midnight, now we've recorded snow for not just another now we're not now at 16 days. We're now at 17 days because we've reported some a trace of snowfall on both days. And then we have snow chances on the way mm. for Sunday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. which will make that 17 or 18, depending on how much snow falls after midnight tonight. Yeah. So, golly, 16 today, 17 <laughs> potentially, yeah, 17, potentially. potentially 17 by Saturday morning, and then Sunday would be 18. And if any of that continues to fall beyond midnight into mo- Sunday night into Monday morning. Uh, we're, yeah, that's wild. And you consider it's February, so more than half the month it has been sn- been snowing here in Illinois. I will say, out of all of the snowfalls that we've had, which have been 15 days worth, um, I think the one that fell Wednesday and Thursday was probably my favorite because of how crystallized it looked mm-hmm. and how light and fluffy it was. And that I didn't have to put a lot of work into cleaning my car off at 3 o'clock in the morning. You just had to, go, you just had to blow on it. You just had just to blow on it. Just a little. I, no, I even just slammed my doors a little bit harder than normal and just kind of fell it off. It all kind of falls off. Yep. I love that snow. We, When I was in Wyoming, that was uh, that was pretty much our snow. It was a lot like that during these cold air, because the air is just dry. I mean, there's no moisture out there. Uh, but it, I always like to, it's like that, it almost looked fake. It almost looked yes. like really? snow Honestly, you would yes. buy at the store. Ahead of Christmas for your Christmas village, mm-hmm. and it, it just had that it had that glittery feel to it, and I, I love it. It's pretty. I actually took some pictures and put them on Twitter on my car because I walked out to go to the gym, and I was like, "Hey, look at that snow! It looks so like it just looks like I had to take a picture of it." And I I tell people this like it, 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 the snow when it gets that light and fluffy, it reminds me of the stuff you put in your Build a Bear at Build a Bear Workshop. <laughs> my mom works at Build a Bear Workshop, so that's how I know. <laughs> So I've seen that stuffing growing up all the time, but it's like I was like that looks exactly like it, and then I, I was like I wonder if I can blew on my car, and I was like there we go, that's how I clean. Oh, we're all we're all clean now, we're yep. all good. I love it. it I, I'm a big. I love the snow. I'm starting to get fed up with it, but uh, it's nice to actually, you know, get some measurable snow. I don't like driving in it, and it, it is it is annoying. Not I get the nicest thing is that I like snow cover on the ground. I think it looks really pretty. Um, I can avoid. I don't want to drive in it. I don't want the cold weather associated with it. But I'm, st- you know, I'm reaching my my limit here. So I, I was I was off Wednesday uh, since we're recording this Friday. Um, I was off, and when it did snow, I was like, hmm, it's kind of nice that tomorrow I don't really have to go anywhere. I can, but I don't really have to go anywhere, and I can just watch the snowfall. I'm like, this makes it nice. I don't have to forecast for this. I just know that it's snowing. I don't have to worry about it. 
Now, if that were to happen, let's say last night, my first thought would have been, well, now I got to go to work in this. You know, it's nice to, yeah. it's nice when you, it's always nice to have snow or rain when you don't have to deal with it for work. And then when you have to deal with it for work, and then it becomes a part of you know, see that was forecast. that was my life on Tuesday. Hey, and uh, <laughs> we had to uh, one of our producers couldn't make it to work in the morning, and our boss had to go pick him up. And then there, because of the parking lots at their place, I they had to go get rescued again in the middle of the week because their cars wouldn't make it through the snow. Yeah, it's in in this. Even though the the problem with these drier snows is they are a, they are a lot slicker than mm-hmm. than a wetter snow well my car was sliding even the day after i mean that was it wednesday morning when we had you know it was still sunny out and i was sli- slipping and sliding through the snow there wasn't much left but i was still yep. slipping and sliding yeah. down i hit uh just because the sliding doesn't really bother me a whole lot anymore just because i'm at the point now where i've been working in the mornings long enough the roads aren't completely clear by 3 15 3 30 mm-hmm. in the morning so i just expected at this point my road hadn't even been touched yeah tuesday the, morning these bigger streets the, those side streets are not going to be Mm-mm. you're not yeah they'll, they'll get to that in a couple days you kind of you kind of wake up and just say all right we're it's, gonna go a lot slower and it's this even morning. worse with the wind because mm-hmm. at some point i mean as soon as you get done with your route your snow route you have to go right back over it because the wind had just blown everything that you plowed back mm-hmm. onto the street. Oh, like last weekend, it was pretty bad about that. I mean, I remember walking back to my apartment after I had closed the door on my car, walked outside, and I, it was after work, and I was just, hmm. That's uh, It just felt like rains of sand were just in my face. Like, I was just <laughs> throwing with yep. wet sand in my face. So, so far this season, after uh, picking up from that bigger storm 6.1 inches of snow, uh, officially from the Weather Service, uh, here in Peoria, um, that by the way brought uh, about six to eight inches between the Illinois River and Interstate 55. And as you went east of Interstate 55, you started getting into some of those ten to mm-hmm. you know ten inch totals. Yep. Um, but uh, uh, this, I thought this was an interesting stat and, and uh, snowfall totals this season put out by the National Weather Service. So I'm going to read them out here for the Peoria area. So so far for the normal entire uh, season. Um, Peoria is at 24.4 inches of accumulation for the entire season. Our average is 24.6. That is our t- that wow. is our normal snowfall. Um, out of that 24.4 inches, 14.7 of that has fallen in February, making this the seventh snowiest February on record so far. Winter's picking up its pace to get back on average, it, huh? It, again, it my. My winter predictions over here blowing up like the Death Star at the end of A New Hope. Um, 72% of the season snowfall has basically fallen in the last three weeks. That is wild. Yeah. It's all because, the, you know, the jet stream, it just it hasn't moved. <laughs> it's, really? it hasn't. It's, it's just been one storm, and you could see them on satellite. It's just a train of storms following that jet stream. The jet stream was moving around. That jet stream took a nosedive and then stayed there. Yeah. I had a viewer ask, "Why are we getting so? Why are we getting so much snowfall?" And I was like, "It's literally just the pattern that's just setting up. Is that it's just it makes it perfect for storm uh, for lows to just form, come right over, and they've been following the same path for the most part." Yep. There's and, a big yeah. Go ahead. And it has been so incredibly dry and so incredibly cold that it does not take much moisture nope. to get any snowfall, which is why 
most of our snowfalls, except for the one that we had Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, have been between the one to three range, kind of the mm. lighter dusting, a light snowfall here and there. It has just been so dry but so cold. And you're getting those high snow ratios. Yes. Uh, there was one morning, I believe, we had a 30 to 1 ratio in central Oof. Illinois. So for those who don't understand snow ratios listening, um, you may have heard the general rule of thumb, which I— it's a rule of thumb, but it's a terrible rule of thumb. Uh, 10 inches of snow equals 1 inch of rain. That would be a 10 to 1 snow ratio. In reality, snow ratios actually change based on location. So in the south, it's much lower, uh, probably somewhere in the 3 to 5 to 1 range. Whereas drier climates, colder climates, uh, you're going to be in that 15 to 20 to 1 one range. Our average here in Illinois is about 12 to 1. That would be what would be normal. But what gets tricky with that is that during, you know, not only does it does your snow ratio change based on location, it actually changes during an event. So if you're out, and we had this a few weeks ago, where our snow started off, maybe this was right at the beginning of the event, it was really wet and sloppy and heavy, and then it got very fluffy and powdery right at the end. I remember that. And the reason why is because your snow ratio went from like 9 to 1 all of a sudden to 15 to 1 because the air started was getting colder as the system was moving through. And so that's something, and we, you know, that's a whole other topic on, on snowfall forecasting and uh, the fluff factor and, and stuff like that that goes into that. Um, but uh, that's kind of why. And so when we end up with these, you know, these obnoxious snow ratios, you don't need much. I mean, you get a, a hundredth of an inch of moisture and, and you're like, wow, I, I got three tenths of an inch of, of snow here. But I have hardly any moisture out of it. So a lot of folks were asking me, is this going to pull us out of the drought conditions across southern Illinois? And I need to go back and take a look to see what the latest drought monitor is. But I'm like, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if we if this hasn't made much of a dent because a lot of these snows have been so dry. There's just not a lot of moisture with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, it's been an active, uh, very active stretch of snowy weather. Very, very, very active. I did... Uh, I did joke. So my grandparents actually got married on Valentine's Day back a bajillion years ago. Um, and they got married on a rooftop garden and in February when it was always cold and snowy. So the running joke was always that uh, February 14th is always going to be cold and snowy. And let me tell you, it did not disappoint <laughs> this year. Not this year. No. Not this year. And it has not in years past either. I'm trying to see if there's any other... I don't have any more stats on this. I'm just sick of it. I like snow, but now I'm even reaching my... Mm-hmm. When's spring? When is spring? How many more days? It's just around the corner. I've lost. I haven't even... You know what? I haven't counted. I've just been so... I'm just counting when does the snow end. Yeah. <laughs> we're all like we're all like tunnel vision on Sunday because even on Sunday, we're supposed to get snow, but because our temperatures are above freezing, there's also a little bit of a rain chance thrown in there too and a bit of a wintry mix chance. Anything that's not frozen at this point i think i'll be okay with hey molly you just gotta let it go yeah i mean you said frozen i the first time was you just gotta let it go <laughs> adam it's not the end of the podcast yet you not had yet. to save it not yet i just i wanted to throw a joke and i wanted to throw one at oh least i once. had a good one too let me have it this all of this winter is snowverated nice i like it <laughs> nice i like it i approve all right. Well, hey, um, I thought I fielded a few questions, and I need to do more research on this, and maybe we can, uh, uh, and we'll do a podcast on this alone. Um, but uh, 
as we start to come out of cold weather season, uh, what are your thoughts on um, on our potential for severe weather this spring? I know it's a little early. Maybe you haven't looked much into it yet, but what's a gut feeling that you have? Hmm. That's a good question. I wonder if there'll be any long-lasting impacts from the cold weather and the winter storms that we've had on our severe weather season. I don't know if there will be. Probably won't, but that's I, I have an inkling that there's something that's got to do with this winter that's going to impact the spring, set up for the spring. That is kind of crazy to think that our storm season is literally next month mm-hmm. is usually when we start to see that stuff ramp up a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's going to start to creep up on us here. I know I'm going to start looking into that here in the next week or two. Um Early on, it doesn't take very much to, to get some stuff going. So I know last year people were talking about last year being was supposed to be pretty because 2019 was pretty uh, pretty rambunctious. But people were saying, oh, it was 2020 going to be worse? And 2020, I think, was one of the calmer years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had our moments, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, every, 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 yeah. every spring does. But it wasn't like 2019 where it just felt like every day there was a tornado watch being posted somewhere in the lower 48. I mean, I remember 2019 was just a long, drawn-out season. Even by July, June and July, I was like, oh, are we done? <laughs> I'm interested to see what coming out of a La Nina winter does. I know we had some stats. I saw some stats before winter really started going that we can see an increase in severe weather here, but I got I want to take a deeper look at that. Right. But it, you know, it would make it kind of would make sense, I suppose, um, and it's as the jet stream. You know, right now it's 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 the the southeast has been getting severe weather along with everything else. Right, the areas of the southeast not getting snow are, are getting the severe weather. I think mm-hmm. we had a bad tornado uh, this past week go through there was, Georgia. There was a couple instances, uh, and there was a really bad one that just went through Georgia. Yeah, I know Sunday they can't and it canceled. They postponed Daytona because they had uh, lots of thunderstorms down there. I don't know if they were. I think they were under a tornado watch. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I remember there were uh, lots of thunderstorms. And I saw one of the pictures right before on the track. It showed the the picture from the car, and you could see the shelf cloud. And I was like, yeah, they probably should postpone the rest of this race yeah. for a while. Yeah, it's a good time to good time to get off the track there. If you if you uh, the 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 rule of thumb that I've always heard, if you can see the shelf cloud, you should be going inside at that point. That's usually yeah. a good. That's that's nature's warning to you. Mm-hmm. At the very least, you're gonna get. You're going to get light thunder and lightning. Um, at the worst, you're going to have a, a derecho come through and and, <laughs> and turn everything up on uh, on its head there. Um, how about did you guys see the pictures out of Galveston, Texas, out of this past week? Snow on the beach on the Gulf Coast. Oh yeah, I did. Oh my goodness, yeah. that's wild, isn't it? It looks like like Michigan, but it's, it's not. Just, <laughs> no, it's like that's. Uh, there's pine. There's there's not pine trees. There's palm trees and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> there's a half that, inch that, snow. That's what it looks like in Northwest Indiana. But I'm like, wait a minute. That is in Northwest Indiana. <laughs> Went up and looked reports. I'm like, did they actually did they actually measure? Sure enough, there was a half inch. Of, there was a measurement oh, of a half inch wow. of snow. Oh. And, and just like, keep in mind, this is like, there's Houston and then there's like some water and then there's Galveston and so <laughs> yeah, it's it's on the Gulf. <laughs> it's like it's like there's warm water on either side and I'm like, this is wild. Yeah. No. All right. Do you guys have any other corny weather jokes? Nah, no. I already said a frozen joke, so I'm good for the week. We, You're good for the week. We burned out our our opportunities. Are we gonna go for a threefer? A threefer? Yeah. Uh, I'm Are we to gonna go for a threefer? All right. All right, here we go. Ready? Yes. What's worse than raining cats and dogs? Tell us, Chris. 
hailing taxis. <laughs> that one was really bad. <laughs> Trifecta. We're gonna Trifecta do. We're gonna jokes. do one more. Okay. One. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. All right. All right. We're gonna that go for one, four. That one was really. We're gonna go for four. Really, really bad. All right. Why did the lightning get in trouble? Hmm. It didn't know how to conduct itself. <laughs>